Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And while you're over there at AmericaOutloud.com, be sure to check out the podcasts and articles updated daily. Thousands of podcasts and articles up on AmericaOutloud.com. Hope you're all enjoying your week. I know I am here in Illinois getting some unseasonably warm weather, which is always nice. We hope that you're all enjoying some decent weather wherever you are after the tough week Christmas week was with some of the sub-zero temperatures around the country. Seems to be rebounding. Hopefully we get a pretty mild January, but I guess that remains to be seen. But the first thing I want to discuss tonight with Rob is talk about the situation at our southern border and how it is completely wide open under this President Joe Biden's watch, as Rob calls him the resident Joe Biden. We're up to 8,000 apprehensions per day at the southern border. And uh, Obama's border secretary once said 1,000 would be a serious situation. We're up to 8,000 illegals per day being obtained at the southern border. It's an absolute mess down there. We all know Title 42 has been extended, although that is not the answer to all of our problems. Uh, Certainly in the long term, we need a solution for our southern border. We see Joe Biden wants to send Ukraine over $40 billion to protect their border, but he's got no concerns about our own border. He's going out to uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands instead of visiting the border and seeing the disaster that it is. He's never even been to the border in his whole political career. From what we've seen, there's no proof that he has ever been at the actual border. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on this open borders policy that Biden keeps drilling and the American people keep suffering from? Yeah, Andrew, I'm doing great. This is the, uh, again, our next show for Into the New Year. And uh, as you said, we you're enjoying unseasonably, unseasonably weather in Chicago, Illinois, and the same thing here for New York. Temperatures are mild compared to the temperatures around Christmas or before Christmas when we were like in a deep freeze. In some places in New York, even encountered snow. And across, I think, the country in itself, people encountered snow. And I think there were 37 people that died in Buffalo, New York, because of the snow, when, were unable to keep warm and were stuck and trapped in their cars. We've been talking about this since the new year uh, began, and we all know that Joe Biden entered the new year uh, in sunny, what was it, Bahamas, or some one of the Caribbean islands, while you, America you, was suffering. The U.S. Virgin Islands. Yo, the U.S. Virgin Islands. Like I said, somewhere in one of the Caribbean islands, uh, but he was enjoying seasonably warm weather there because it's always warm there while we here were suffering and while he was there, we know that here in New York City, as people welcomed in the new year, there was a possible terrorist attack. Now, they won't come out and just say it was a terrorist attack, although the young man who slashed two police officers with a matchet aside their heads had been longing to go to Afghanistan and participate in some war. I mean, that Afghanistan, that's where 13 soldiers were killed when Joe Biden and the media tried to rush us out. And we saw people falling from airplanes 
we witnessed Joe Biden trying to go back and attack because of those 13 soldiers who were killed. And instead, he killed civilians. And we were told, don't pay any attention to it. It's okay. But then at the same time, we're told that all lives matter. But the lives of those people who were killed, who had brown skin in Afghanistan, didn't matter. But it doesn't matter because these are the, the Democrats. The Democrats can make the rules as they go. 13 soldiers now. now. Why is all this happening? Well, it's happening because of Joe Biden and his flawed administration. And they want us to believe that everything is okay. We're, folks, things aren't okay. And we're not saved. And we're entering into 2023 just as bad as we left 2022. It's just a continuation of Joe Biden's failed policies. Now, some people will say, well, you know, Joe, he got a lot accomplished and he did a lot. He did. Andrew, I have to admit, he got a lot accomplished. He worked across across the aisle with Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney, Susan, uh, Susan Collins, and Lisa Mikowski, Lisa Mikowski, who should have lost her election in 2022. But thanks to Mitch McConnell, who diverted funds from candidates who could have won and would have supported the conservative Republican agenda, they didn't because they had no money. Then we have all these big pocket conservatives who claim that, oh, we need to make a change, not willing to give, just sit back. So Mitch McConnell diverted funds and allowed Lisa Mikowski to win her election. So here we are, they're getting ready to swear in the new Congress. And I was reading before we went on air, Andrew, that, and, and I, I think this is rather interesting, that's why I want to bring it up, that of the people that are being sworn in, let's see here, because Democrats love to uh, brag about what's happening. Okay, here it is. Meet the freshman class, Congress. New members include 13 women of color, the first G and Gen Z lawmaker, and some familiar faces. You know, like Lisa Mc- Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins, <laughs> familiar faces. But th- this is important to me because they're seeing 13 women of color and a majority of those 13 women of color are on the Democrat side. And believe it or not, Andrew, one of the women of color, her parents came here illegally and had her. So technically, she's an anchor baby. And if we really want to look at the law, she's not an American citizen. Now, I know the Constitution says if you're born here on our ground, you're an American citizen. But we need to go back and look at that again. And I've talked about this on many occasions on the show. And I wish Republicans would revisit that law and make an amendment to the Constitution because we have too many people that are coming here pregnant, purposely getting pregnant to have a kid so that that kid can say, I'm an American and you can't send me back. You can't send my parents back because if you send my parents back, who's going to take care of me? And if you send me back, I know nothing about that country. But you know what? I would send them back. I would say, go figure it out. The same way your parents came here illegally. Go figure it out because there are people that are trying to come here legally and paying attorneys and doing everything that's right. And they're having to wait. Why is it that you get to hopscotch above all of them and get to the head of the line? But back to this new woman whose parents came here illegally. I think she was from El Salvador, Guatemala. Either way, it was illegal. She's an anchor baby. She grew up here, went to college here, off taxpayer dollars, and now she's been sworn in. So Democrats will look at this and say, this is such a success story. The media will look at it and say, oh, my God, look at the success story here. I'm looking at it and I'm saying, but she's not an American. She's not really an American because her parents shouldn't be here. So she will go get married and have more kids and we have more illegals coming here. This is all by design. And this is what the Democrats are hoping. We get them here illegally. They have kids. And then we indoctrinate them and tell them, look at what we did for you. So you owe us. And then they become part of the Democrat Party, forever voting Democrat with these flawed policies. And Republicans are sitting there holding their hands, trying to make nice, oh, well, we got to work with them. No, you don't. You should have never passed that omnibus bill, because in that bill, it gives a lot of money 
to these illegals. In that bill, there's nothing about protecting our borders. But as you mentioned, Andrew, Ukraine, we're going to protect their borders. For what? Now, Putin shouldn't go in and invade a sovereign country. But at the same time, I don't want to protect their borders if my borders can't be protected. But no one is thinking about that. We're looking at, oh, no, let's just let this go on. We're okay with it. And just going back to this uh, terrorist attack, potential terrorist attack, because they don't want to say it's a terrorist attack. You know how the left are. We got to be careful. But it was a terrorist attack. How did this guy get here? Did he also wander across the border? I'm sure that we have probably about a, a dozen or more terrorists here in the country. No one's saying anything about it. We're just moving along. And then if a person of brown skin, of Arabic origin, attacks, the left won't say anything about it. They'll go, well, we got to make certain. we got to look at it. And they will move on. Why is that? Why are they unwilling to accept the fact that they have messed up? Entering 2023 on a sour note, Joe is on vacation somewhere with Hunter Biden, who's also doing mischievous things, while we're here having to put the pieces together. How much longer will this continue? I would already impeach Joe Biden. Well, and not just Joe Biden. We can't just impeach him. We have to impeach his entire administration so that we can clean house and get them all out. How many times did they talk about impeaching Trump when he was in office for doing nothing but loving America and making America great again? The tax returns have been released. No huge stories. Although they're trying to find something there, there is no there there. And then you have, I was reading also, Andrew, Trump's niece, who he's never met, probably met her once, I think, when his brother died years ago in a room, but that was it. But she claims to know so much about the Trump family. The same way Levi Johnston, a couple of years ago, claimed to know everything about Sarah Palin because he dated her daughter, mocked her up, and that was the extent of the relationship with the family. John McCain tapped her to run to be his VP. All the media just had to feel, well, let's go to Levi Johnston. Where is Levi now? He had a small stint as a playgirl model showing his butt. But where is he now? These are their ex-subject expert, you know, that they can come out, subject matter experts. They can just like delve into it and give us all the news. Remember that other guy that they said could be president? Who's in jail? <laughs> they said he was like the Holy Ghost, the second coming, the attorney. Where is he now? In jail. But these are subject matter experts. But then when it comes to the truth, they want to hide the truth. Oh, Donald Trump, we got to look at those tax returns because there's something that's there that we know we, we've got to find it. There's no there there. But what really matters, the country falling down, we're in danger, we're not saved, we're not safe. Look at the crime that's all around us. But that's okay. This is what people voted for. We'll start the year off and they won't report it. Look at uh, Chicago, the people that died over the weekend, over the holiday weekend. But it's okay, because we're just one big diversity, diversity family living together. But we're not okay. And we shouldn't think that we're okay. And we need to start standing up and speaking out. And I'm always saying stand up. When are we going to stand up? We, being conservatives, when are we going to push back? People are afraid to push back because they don't want their livelihoods taken from them. But at some point, we've got to say, hey, this is for the country. It's for the future generation. All the stuff that's happening, are we going to continue to let it happen? Or are we going to stand up and fight back and push back? 
And as I said before, Elon Musk can only do so much for us. He can only come out and say, okay, here's the information. I want to present it to you. And we already know that the left-wing media isn't going to report on it. They're going to hide it. So how else are we to get the information out there if we don't keep talking about it, as we do here on After Dark? I know a lot of people are probably tired of it, but we keep talking about it in hopes that you will wake up and you will talk about it or you will share with someone else. Because the, oh, that's the only way the truth will come out there. Other than that, it won't be out there. And we'll be doing the same things over and over again. Entering 2023, we've got 11 months ahead of us. What changes will take place with this new Congress that are coming in? What will happen? Of course, whatever the Democrats do, they'll say, oh, look at what we did. Oh, we're just, we're just working for the American people. You know, I kind of wish Andrew that, uh, what's his name, Newt Gingrich would come back and try and, I don't know, maybe he could pull the party together. I think the, the people that we have now, I don't know if they have the 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 withal of the cojones to do anything. And the leadership wonder, skills. The leadership, exactly, the leadership skills. And we wish them well. We're crossing our fingers. We're crossing our toes, our legs, and everything else. But will it I, – I don't know if they, have the, if they have the leadership skills to take us through 2023 because this is going to be a decisive moment because this is when all the people are going to start saying we're running for president. I know there are a lot of people that are standing in line. We want to run, but what is your agenda? What actually will you do? Are you going to stand up? Are you going to defy the odds like Trump did? Right. And I'm not a big Kevin McCarthy fan. I'm not a fan of his at all. But with that being said, I'm kind of sick of hearing about Kevin McCarthy being replaced. And you don't hear anything about Mitch McConnell being replaced, who's way worse. He's a complete disaster. Um, he doesn't represent anyone in the Republican Party. I mean, if you polled nationally how many people like Mitch McConnell, it's probably less than 10% of the country. And this is the guy who is in charge of the Senate. Um, I would certainly like to see more pushback to get McConnell out of there, but it doesn't look like we're going to get it this time around. You're right. He's the person that they should be looking at saying we want to get rid of. But we control the House by a very thin margin. But as far as controlling the Senate, we have a leader of the Senate who is pathetic. We should want to say, hey, let's make certain that we can get rid of him. But then who's going to stand up? Who's going to replace him? Who do we have that we know we could trust a strong leader to build those shoes? And, and, and it's important that we get the right person there. I mean, but he'll sit back and continue to do the same thing over and over again. Like I said the other night, his wife is coming out trying to attack Trump and talk about, oh, he's racist. I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? And this is all they have. This is all they have. If they say he's racist, everyone's going to fall. Oh, yeah, he must be. Oh, yeah, he is. It's like, how many times do we have to hear this? Are we going to go through 2023 hearing the same thing again? Because that's not going to save us from these flawed policies that, like I said, that Biden was able to push through because you had a lot of Republicans aiding and abetting with him, allowing him. And when you look back when Trump was in office, not one Democrat 
would step over. And Trump had good policies. You look at the unemployment rate for blacks, you look at the unemployment as a whole that was down for the past 40 years. Now, of course, Biden would try to take credit for it. And then you'll even have people say, well, you know, Obama, he also, it was a policy that he put in place. No, all of Obama's policies were flawed. That's why we had the meltdown of the real estate market because of Obama. But we had so many Republicans working with Biden to get his agenda through. That shouldn't have happened. So, and I want to, we're going to talk about this on the other side of the break, Andrew, but that it shouldn't have happened. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And as you mentioned, Biden's got a decent amount of things done. Unfortunately, none of them have been good, especially for the American people. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew here on America Out Loud. and just going to continue on to the news and talk about Dr. Fauci is no longer a government employee, finally retired after decades on top there the uh, health commission he's put doubt into the world health organization the cdc the fda i mean this guy has made all these institutions lose credibility by listening to him by following his every command people acting like he was some kind of covid czar when he was not i mean he had people like dr peter mccullough on our network who's got way more experience, way more knowledgeable in infectious disease, is Dr. Fauci. And they were silencing him. They're blocking him off of social media just because he disagreed with Dr. Fauci. And it's been proven that he was right, and Fauci has been wrong about the majority of things. But this guy's legacy is going to be mask mandates, lockdowns, um, vaccine um, 
trying to push that on people, making it required to get the vaccine to even go to work. I mean, Dr. Fauci is gone and I could not be happier about it. It is a little too late. I would have liked to have seen him fired by President Trump. Uh, I think President Trump should have taken that step and fired Fauci. He would have gotten a lot of grief for it at the time, but it absolutely would have been worth it because that little elf was working behind President Trump's back the entire time. Uh, Rob, I think it was a complete disaster. What are your thoughts on Fauci's reign in government? <laughs> I like the way you called him little elf. Uh, you're right. <laughs> what this guy did the way they put him up to make it seem as if though he was the voice of a nation, a voice of, you know, all healthcare and what he was saying was true was wrong. There were others, like you said, Dr. Peter McCullough, who kept warning us, Dr. Badarachachi, who was warning us that shutting down things isn't good. The long term, there will be consequences. We now know that Elon Musk is planning on releasing the Twitter files. I, you know, I wish you would just go ahead and just put all this information out there for public consumption. There's no, there's no reason to like drip by drip by drip because we see that the mainstream media isn't interested. They're not going to pay attention until he indicts them, until he links something to them and say, this is what they did. One of their upper folks, this is what they did. Then it will wake them up because until he does that, they're going to pretend as if though none of this stuff is happening. So although he's planning on, I saw a, Twitter, a tweet by Juanita Bodrick. We're going to try to get her on the show. And she was telling Elon, just release the information. Just release it and let us see it. Now, and here's something else that's interesting about all this information that Elon Musk is releasing through these journalists. And they're reputable journalists who you know, ascribe to liberal ideas. But the liberal media, they don't want to give those uh, releases or what he's was being released any credence. So they're decided we're not going to report on it. But if, like I said, if they were, if he were to indict or point the finger at one of their upper people, they would probably wake up and listen. But just release all the information. Let us know what happened, when it happened, and who did what. I mean, we're entitled to know this. But as I said, you know, Dr. Fauci coming out and saying, oh, no, no, folks, you know, we need to shut down. And now he's getting ready to retire or he's retired after being one of the highest paid government officials, I think $400,000. And speaking of highest paid government officials here in New York City, they're getting ready. They voted our assembly folks here in New York City. They're going to be the one of the highest paid people working for the government, a local state congressman. The American people are suffering, and they just voted to give themselves a huge pay raise, pay increase. Now, how do you like that? And they're all, a majority of them who agreed to this, again, Democrats, the same people that are telling you, oh, there's nothing wrong with the economy. The same people who redefined the definition of a recession. I took economics in school. I know what a recession is, but they redefined it, and everyone went along with them. Oh, don't pay any attention. This is this is the new definition. Like, really? So I am not at all surprised that they're looking at Frotchy, Dr. Frankenstein, as if though he's some god. Oh, what if he says it's golden? As he said, well, if you attack me, you're attacking the science. No, we're attacking you, you little elf, as you said, Andrew. And I, I like what DeSante said. We want to take him and chunk him across the Potomac. And some people, oh, don't say that. That's so cruel. 
why is it that whenever Republicans say something, it's cruel? But Democrats can say whatever and do whatever, and we just take it, okay. That's got to change. We got to change our thought process. We got to change our mind process and start calling these people out and saying, nope, uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Stop being so sensitive. Oh, you hurt my feelings. Stop being so sensitive. So I hope now that Republicans are in charge that they call him up and make him answer to what he lied about. And if Musk has files that will help them out, subpoena the files. Demand, keep the files. We want to see the files. Because I think at the end of the day, Andrew, that's what's going to have to happen. Because although we have the evidence, and although we know what Dr. Fracci did do, we won't be able to get the information from him because he's going to lie about it. But what we can get are the email exchanges that he had with Twitter. And not just Twitter, but some of the other big techs. Because Twitter is relatively small compared to Facebook, also known as Meta. It's relatively small. So we need to get behind, we need to get all that information to find out what did they know, when did they know it, and what did they do. In order to find out the deception that was portrayed upon the American people by Dr. Fracci. And as you said, he wasn't working with Donald Trump. He was working against Donald Trump. He and Dr. Byrd. And when this all this pandemic hit, him coming out saying, oh, we need to do this, but he had arterial motives. All by design. This is all by design, again, to take Trump out. It was all by design. They knew that, hey, we'll put him out there, but we've got other things that are in the kitchen that are, that's baking also with big tech. And we got the FBI and the CIA. They're working behind the scenes. Now, think about it. All these people were colluding. And very little is being reported on it. Very little is being said about it. But when they had the fake narrative that Trump was colluding with Russia, we heard about it nonstop every day in the news cycle. And it was by design to get it into your psyche so that people would think that it was happening. Although it didn't happen. And we had an entire investigation for Bob Mueller, who is just like Joe Biden, senile, suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's. But they kept this story going, that there was collusion, and this is what was happening. And it wasn't happening. None of this was ever happening. But they wanted you to believe it. They wanted you to think that it was happening. They wanted you to think that Dr. Fracci was the all-to-be-all. But upon close observation, if you look at his track record, you would see that he messed up with AIDS. He messed up with Ebola. He messed up with the swine flu. He got it wrong. And then when they kept predicting these models, well, we're going to put the numbers in the models, and that you know, this is the model, this, with COVID, the models kept changing. But they kept telling us that all these people were dying. But when you look at it, and you say, okay, who were the people that were dying? Did they die from COVID? Or were they died, did they die from an underlying condition? Yeah, they might have had COVID. But was, did COVID actually kill them? The media told us that it did. They told you that it did. They kept the numbers up there, and you were so afraid. But then as soon as Joe Biden stole the election, with the help of the CIA and the FBI and big tech, after they stole the election, and we saw them stealing it before our very eyes because Trump was ahead in all the state, different states. But then when they realized, they said, oh, well, we've got to, count, we've got to keep counting. Oh, we've got to, uh, the machines broke down. The same thing that happened in Arizona. And we had all the evidence. We had people coming forward saying, well, I voted twice. Some people said that I didn't vote. They told me my vote, I had already voted, but I know that I hadn't voted. Now, that wasn't worth looking at. 
I mean, these people didn't even know each other from different states, and they were coming out saying, no, this is what happened. And then you had the judge who said, well, we'll listen to it. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. You had Bill Barr coming out saying, oh, well, you know, there's going to be a degree of cheating, but, you know, it's no big deal. The same Bill Barr who said that if you have mail in balance, it's a recipe for disaster. But then he changed his mind, and he's now on the sidelines hoping. Well, we hope that they indict Trump. We hope that the Justice Department use a recommendation. And they indict him for the files he took to Mar-a-Lago. It's like, really, Bill? You are so against that. But Bill doesn't care now. Because he doesn't want Trump to keep making America great again. He doesn't want Trump to come in and expose all this the way the same way Elon Musk is exposing it on Twitter. None of them have a comment. Have they once put a mic before Bill Barr and said, Bill, what do you think about all this? What do you think about the CIA and the FBI doing this? Have they put the mic in front of any of those 50 so-called intel officers who said that the Hunter Biden laptop story is possibly Russia disinformation? Have they gone before any of them and put a mic in front of them and said, what do you think now? Elon Musk has this information. He's it's being released. What are your comments? What are your thoughts? Have they done that? No. But when it involved Trump, they went to all of them. Why can't they do the same thing now? They just get their opinion. I mean, they can easily say, oh, I have no opinion. But why won't they put the mic in front of them and ask them the question? Why won't Bill Barr go on Fox News? Because he likes coming on Fox News. And they can ask him about, you know, the state of affairs. They can ask him about the Justice Department. And then say, no, and you also said that, you know, you felt that Trump that the Department of Justice should go after Trump for having those documents. Okay, fine. Now, what are your thoughts on the Twitter files? I'm really enjoying them so far. But as you said, the release leaves a little bit more to be desired. At first, it was kind of nice because it was just um, putting out small bits of information that people could comprehend easily. But at this point, I'd just like to see him release all the documents related to the Twitter files with all the proof and the receipts. So... Um, you could take this to the media and say, hey, look at this right here. This is proof that the FBI was, politicians were colluding with big tech to censor President Trump and conservatives before the 2020 election and since the 2020 election. So uh, I'm really happy Elon Musk is releasing the Twitter files. I think Matt Talibi is a very good reporter. I think Barry Weiss did a very good job. It'll be interesting to see if she gets any more... Uh, Twitter file tidbits after her falling out with Elon Musk, yes, but uh, that remains to be seen. But yeah, overall, I like the Twitter files. Yeah, but but Andrew, here's the thing: that even if when he releases the information on Doctor Fraud, the smoking gun. I mean, all of this, like I said, to me has been a smoking gun, and not just to right. me, but when you really look at it, being a again having gone to journalism school, although it was worthless because you look at what they're doing to journalism now. But when you look at this overall. The average person, if you're really in tune, you don't even have to be in tune. But if you compare that to, let's say, Russia, the Russia Gate, which was a complete lie, you compare that to Watergate. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize that our justice system, the FBI and the CIA, they're all corrupt and we should be concerned. But no one is concerned, unfortunately, because CNN and MSNBC and the Washington Post and the New York Times and the Los Angeles Times, they're not reporting on it. But I still tell people they're not going to report on it because it would bring them down also. They would have to admit that what they did was wrong. So they're not going to report on it. And it's unfortunate. It's dangerous, actually. That here we yeah. have 
are government institutions that are working against the American people. And so when they release the information, should he release, and I believe that he will, on Dr. Fracci, nothing's going to happen. He's going to keep his reputation unless you have someone like Rand Paul who's going to call that little elf before the hill. I like that little elf. <laughs> call him out on the hill and demand <laughs> that he tells the American people, what did you know? And have all the documents in front of him. Because he's going to try to hide. D don't doubt that he's not going to Mark Elias, who's the chief Republic, I mean, the chief Democrat attorney who lies and cheats and does everything else. Don't doubt that he's not getting uh, being consulted for, by him as to what to say and what not to say. Do not doubt it because he is. But see, somehow we need to force this issue. And in my opinion, the only way we can force it is because we control all of the, what is it? The department, not departments, but all of the, uh, oh gosh, the committees on the Hill now, we can use those committees to force it. Because other than that, nothing's going to happen. Nothing is going to happen. No one is going to pay attention. And even if they were to have public hearings and broadcast them, what you bet, ABC, CBS, and NBC, they're not going to show them. Because they're going to say it's disinformation, it's misinformation. And the only way we can counter that is to stand up and say, nope, it is. And if the FBI and the CIA can pay Twitter, to do their little bidding for them, then we're going to tell these uh, these networks, no, we're going to pay you to run this because this should be seen. And let's see what they say. Because I'm telling you, if if they when they have hearings, those are the state, they're not going to show it. They're not going to. They're going to pretend as if though it doesn't exist and that it's misinformation. This is what happens when Republicans allow the Democrats to get away with everything that they got away with. This is what happened. They allow them to get away with so much, and they sat back on the sidelines saying, oh, it's no big deal. Oh, we got to stay above the fray. No, it's not staying above the fray. They want you to roll over. That's exactly what they want to happen. And they know that you're going to do it because you're afraid not to do it. Oh, we might lose elections. Oh, the people that don't have the stomach. No, no. Dr. Fracci is a bad man. He lied and he cheated. So we should be able to call him out. And all that information needs to be made public. We can't pretend as if though he it, it shouldn't be. We can't pretend. We can no longer pretend. Oh no, but he was doing this. No, he was working against American people, and it shouldn't have been that way. So the only way we can get to the bottom of it is by calling all this out and then making certain that we force the issues. We go in and we talk to these companies. We talk to these. Go in and talk to ABC and CBS and NBC and those heads and say, look, we need for you to put this on, and if you don't. We're going to come out every day and we're going to tell people that you're disingenuous and that you've been colluding with the Democrats. Put the fear of God in them. You've got to force the issue and then go on Twitter and then tweet about it nonstop. Go on all the social media platforms and tweet about it. That's the only way we're going to make traction here because I'm telling you, they're going to want to protect Dr. Fracci. They're going to want to insulate him from all these accusations. They're not really accusations. They're the truth. But they're going to want to protect him. And then all those 50 intel officers that they haven't gone to demand that all of them come before Congress. All of them. I want them all there. Well, it's going to hurt their reputation. Look at the harm it's going to do to our nation. Look at the harm it has already done to our nation. They actually interfered with an election using, with the premises, this whole COVID thing, 
saying that people were dying. And as I said, who, who actually died from COVID? I'm sure people died, actually died from it, but other people had underlying conditions. We'll pick this up on the other side of the break, Andrew. Yeah, very well said. And we, as we've been talking about what we saw with them passing out remsevere and turning down other um, and stuff like President Trump wanted hydroxychloroquine to be used. And they had no interest in that whatsoever. Instead, they're forcing down this remsevere, which we're come to find out cost a lot of people their lives. So it's totally backwards. It was pretty much a, a show where if whatever Fauci said went and any other infectious disease experts were cast aside like they didn't know what they were talking about. Complete shame. But if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. And you can go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and save 25% off with the promotional code OUTLOUD. So go to HealthyCell.com, check out the products, pick out what you like, and you can save 25% on your way out with the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Ann. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan a plan based on real science that responds to the real-world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure, a plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com So the last half of the show, I want to pick up back up what you had started talking about, Andrew, in the second half of the show. That was Dr. Fracci. Dr. Fraud. And he's retired. And as I said, they're going to try to protect him when they call him before Congress to testify as to what he knew and when did he know it. And I'd also mention about the deaths that, that took place because of COVID. And something that they're not telling the American people is that more people have died 
that have taken the vaccine than people that have died who've had COVID. I'll repeat it. More people have died having taken the COVID vaccine than people who had COVID and had not died. <laughs> no kidding. More people have died, I will say it again, who've taken that vaccine than the people who did not take the vaccine. Now, I'm not saying that the vaccine contributed to the death, but I am saying that the vaccine didn't help in a lot of cases. Let me just preface that with, if you have an underlying condition of a certain age, a weak immune system, by all means, go take the vaccine. But if you're healthy and you just got COVID, you'll get over it. Trust me, you'll get over it. But that's what Dr. Fracci isn't telling you, because if you remember, Dr. Fracci said that if you take the vaccine, you're going to protect other people. Joe Biden said the same thing. Joe Biden even said that if you take the vaccine, you will not get COVID. He took the vaccine and he got COVID three or two times. <laughs> Go figure. I mean, that would scare me. I was like, I'm not going to take that. I mean, he told me if I take it, I would get it. And he took it and he got COVID. No way. Are you serious? But they're not telling you that. And they won't tell you that. And why won't they tell you that? And that's where they want to protect Dr. Fracci. And they're not going to tell you the truth. And you can't question it. Because we saw that from the Twitter files. If you did question it, they would try to deplatform you. And they deplatformed a lot of people. How do we know this? Well, Elon Musk bought Twitter, and he's now releasing all those files, as we've been talking about. Now, this hasn't been easy for him because the left, they're after him. They want to completely destroy him. They want to reduce his net worth. And Andrew, that article that you sent me over the weekend, I thought was rather interesting. Where what was it? Yeah, yeah, I think you sent it there Monday. But anyway, that said that Elon Musk is the only person who's lost $20 billion, $200 billion. And then you came back and you said, well, another way of looking at this is that Elon Musk is the only person who's had twenty. $200 billion to lose. And I thought, wow, look at how you changed it around. Now, people aren't going to think, they're not going to see it that way. They're only going to see it that, wow, he lost $200 billion. He should have never bought Twitter. That's what he gets. <laughs> because I see that's what, that's what the left wants. But they're not going to say, yeah, but he had it to lose. And he's still a billionaire. <laughs> Go figure. They won't say that. Right. They want he's you to think the worst. He's definitely some done some things right along the way to yeah. still be worth billions after losing two hundred billion. Like I said, I don't even know if anyone else has ever been worth that kind of money. Maybe mm -hmm. Bill Gates, but yeah, they're making a big deal. Elon Musk, the first person to lose two hundred billion dollars. It's like, well, how many people in the history of the world have ever been worth more than two hundred billion dollars to even have that to lose? Like a handful, maybe. So yeah, it it's lose. completely right. ridiculous. Yep, to have it to lose. Only a handful, if that. But they want you to think otherwise. But just going back, you know, again, just talking about Frachi and what's happening here uh, and them trying to protect him. And now we know that Musk is saying we're releasing all the files and people aren't going to pay any attention to it. They don't want to pay any attention to it. And this is all by design. Because if they could keep your mind focused on something else, you won't see that they are running hood shots over here. That they're lying to right. you and they're not being truthful. Right. And as we speak tonight, uh, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger are no longer in Congress. <laughs> um, I think that's definitely an accomplishment for 2023. We won't have to endure them 
like we did in 2022. We probably still will on these fake news networks. But I've seen a lot of talk. Have you? Are you familiar with this Ray Epps situation, January six, Rob? Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, we We're, talked about it. Oh yeah, we've yeah. Talked we've this. talked about it before. But Adam Kinzinger's been defending it on social media the last couple of days that Ray Epps had no connection to the FBI or anybody else, according to him, which he continues to lie as he has through his entire term in Congress. It'll be so nice to get rid of those two. What do you think? You're, you're right. And we don't know if Ray Epps had nothing to do with it because Ray Epps was never interviewed. And if Kissing, Kissinger said that he was interviewed, okay, then release the interview. And although you got, and if you did interview him, we want to interview him again because you probably didn't ask the right questions. You probably said, did you have anything to do with it? No. Okay, next. Whereas everyone else, like that young lady, Heidi, who came up before the house and gave hearsay testimony and they blessed her and made it seem as if though she was the next coming. The same way they did Paul Avenatti. I mentioned him during the first half. They said that he could be the president and we should leave. He's a subject matter expert. And now he's cooling his heels off in jail. Go figure. So Ray Epps, where is Ray Epps hiding? Bring him out. I want to know what does he know? Dig him up. Put him out there. Let him testify. But again, they won't. Because this was all by design. And and something else, now that you bring up Ray Epps, remember when I think it was, I can't remember the senator, but he asked Christopher Ray, he said, can you tell us under oath that the FBI was not involved in Jan 6? And his response, well, uh, well, you know, you know, he made that crazy looking face and then he goes, and then the senator goes, okay, so they did. No, no, you should not infer me not answer that question is uh, in the indication that the FBI was involved. Well, no, we're going to infer it because we know that they were involved. How do we know that they were involved? Well, look at the Twitter leaks. <laughs> you see? Look at the Twitter leaks. The FBI and the CIA. No one has been held accountable. And not only that, you had the FBI coming up, releasing a statement saying, oh, what's being released right now? We had nothing. We paid nothing. Whatever we do, you know, wordsmithing. The same thing, the same way they're going to wordsmith with Frachi to protect him. Our country is not safe with these people at the helm. Our country is not safe with Joe Biden being there. We're not safe at all. And why, how he got there, we now know, like I said, that they colluded to get him in that position. We're not safe with these people in charge. And it's very dangerous. Having them in charge is extremely dangerous. It's dangerous to the country. It's dangerous for the country. Because they don't mean the country any good. These are deadly people. Extremely deadly. You look at our military. The recruiting from last year was down. It was down. No one wants to talk about it. They want to make it seem as, oh, it was okay. We had people. They just, you know, we, well, it's down because people don't believe in it. They don't want to go in knowing that, what are we doing? Why are we here? The only people that are going to get any type of credence are going to be the people who claim that they're 12, have 12 different genders. Think about it. So that's down. No one's talking about it. They're making it seem as though it's okay. 
They're making it seem as if though, oh, what Joe Biden is doing is the greatest thing. When what Farachi done, he was trying to protect us. No gain of function. They don't want to talk about that. And then I found out the other day I was reading in my readings. I'm always reading, trying to connect the dots so that I can present it to you. That the person who's supposed to be holding the, the who guy, the guy who's over the who, accountable for all this, his wife. His wife is at the top. She's supposed to hold him accountable. So do you actually think she's going to hold her husband accountable? It's an incestuous relationship. All these people are connected. Six degrees of separation. We can't win for losing. And I told you how this happened in, in D.C. And that's the reason why D.C. needs to be moved out of D.C. and moved somewhere else. You can say that this is a nation's capital, but temporarily until we fumigate it <laughs> and get some good people here, we've got to move it. Because all the people that are entering that area are infected and they're liars. And they're all connected from one administration to the next. So if Trump were to become president again, Unless he were to fire everyone there, we're going to have the same leaks. People are going to be leaking things. People are going to be lying. People are going to be running to the media. He has to fire everyone. And I hope by now, since he's been out of office this time, that he's able to look and see, these are the people that I can trust. These are the people that I know will go to bat for me. And not necessarily looking at people who, well, you know, they were good by me, so I got to give them a job. No, you can't do it because these people are evil. I hope DeSantis, I hope whoever is planning on running, that one of the first things they'll do is they'll go there and say, we got to fire all these people. And remember, Trump made it easy for them to be able to fire these silver servants. Because as, just in case you didn't know, it's very hard to fire a silver servant. Because once they're there, they're almost there for life. And they think they own the job. They think they own the position, although they don't. So he made it easy. So he was on to something. But that tradition has to continue, and it needs to continue, because there are too many people that are there that should not be there. So it needs to continue so that we can keep people like Dr. Fracci out of public service so they just can't be there and, and create a huge fortune, which is what he did. So he'll now sail up into the sunset with all this money, taxpayer money. And, you know, no accountability after destroying lives. No accountability after he destroyed all so many lives. No accountability whatsoever. It should not be that way. So I hope that this Congress, it has to be a mean, lean working machine. Have designs as to what we're going to do. And yes, you're going to get the pushback. Yes, the media will attack them. Yes, the media is going to say, oh, the American people don't want this. The American people don't want to hear this. American, No, no, no. The American people do want this. They want us to get to the bottom of it. They want, us, they want election integrity. Oh, that's another thing. We've got two governors being sworn in, Democrat governors. Katie Hobbs in Arizona, she stole the election. How is it that she can be over the election? She's going to count, all her, she's going to count her own votes, and she knows when she's, she's at a deficit. Then the folks in Arizona, they're bleeding. They got illegals coming in. Then you got Kathy Hochul here in New York. They're propping her as being, oh, the first female governor. And she shouldn't be there. People were deceived here in New York because of men, the folks in New York City, Manhattan, and Brooklyn, the liberal bastions. They gave her all their votes. And meanwhile, people are being killed nonstop. And, and they're complaining about it, Andrew. And they're complaining about more shutdowns. Oh, we don't want to shut down again. Oh, we want to take off the mask. 
the Gettin Steel, they worship at the feet of the, the at the feet of Doctor Fracci. Right, <laughs> go figure. Yeah, and speaking of safety, you look at this safety act that just was passed in Illinois. Cashless bail started January first. We've seen the same thing in San Francisco, New York City. It's been a total disaster. But luckily here in Illinois, a Kankakee judge ruled that the portion of the Safety Act that ends cash bail in Illinois is unconstitutional after state's attorneys in 65 Illinois counties challenged the new law. So um, the county I live in, Peoria County, they are not going to enact the Safety Act, at least as of now, because that judge ruled that it was unconstitutional. But other counties are, like up in Chicago, Cook County. They are now going to have cashless bail. So uh, it's going to be a disaster. We all know it. I could say we could just wait and see how this is going to play out. But we know how this is going to play out. We saw it in New York City. We've seen it in San Francisco. Criminals keep committing the same crimes day after day and being released from jail almost on a daily basis. It's a complete disaster. And this is what the Democrats are pushing. They don't care about your safety or your family's safety. They just care about winning elections and getting votes. They never cared about anyone's safety, like you said, and they're only concerned about winning elections and getting votes, plain and simple. Because if they cared, they would say a lot of the stuff that we're doing doesn't make any sense. I mean, thankful that you're there in Illinois the judge looked at this and said it makes absolutely no absolutely no sense. But if you notice also, Andrew, this always happens at the beginning of the year. All these crazy policies are implemented. And then the good law-abiding citizens have to face the consequences. And then some of the good law-abiding citizens, they go in and they vote for these policies. And it's like, why? Why would you vote for a policy that's working against your best interest? A policy that you're going to have that's going to cause more suffering for you. Why? No one can figure it out. But this is what has been happening. And it's time for people to say, no more. We don't want this anymore. We're going to wake up. We're going to call this out. We're going to rebuke this. We're tired of this happening over and over again. But like I said, the country, as I started off saying in the first block of the show, and I think that's one of the things of the show. We're not safe with these people in power. We're not. They want you to think that you are. They want you to think that we're doing something good, but you're not doing anything good. The crime is up. People are suffering. They want to say, oh, Joe's done all this. Yeah, Joe did a lot, but all those policies that he implemented have been working against us. It has made us weaker. Meanwhile, we're making other countries like Ukraine stronger. We're protecting their borders. Who's protecting our border? We have no one to protect our border, no one to protect us, but we're protecting them. Ukraine certainly isn't going to come over here and protect us. As long as we give them money, they're going, he's, they're going to accept it. And why wouldn't they? I would accept the money. You're going to give me the money? Yeah, okay, keep giving it to me. And I'm going to laugh at you while you're giving it to me and say, oh, kids, give us more. I'm going to come to your country and say, give us all the money. We're not going to turn it away. We're not going to turn it down. We want it. And then like clockwork, we continue to give it to them. They're not thinking about, but, but what, what are we getting out of this at the end of the day? How is this helping us? How is this protecting us? Is it protecting our citizens? No one has the answer to that. And if you do have the answer, they want you to keep it quiet. 
They don't want you to talk about it, especially the media. They don't want you to speak the truth. They don't want truth to power. They want you to continue to suffer. So 2023, <laughs> look out. Because as I said, it's just an extenuation of 2022. Our borders aren't safe. We're not safe in our homes. And yet and still, we have these same politicians that are telling us, oh, everything is okay. Trust us. Believe us. We've got your best interests at heart. No, you don't. If anything, you're going to get me killed. Because you're not protecting me. You don't have my best interests at heart. I'm going to go down with the ship, if anything. So, what do you do, Andrew? What do you do? Yeah, absolutely. Well, what people can do is be sure to join us each and every night here at the new time slot, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. Uh, going to start putting together the schedule for the year. Going to try and book you guys some great guests to have on the show once again. We've got some big plans, exciting things coming up here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew and on the America Out Loud Network. As you might have noticed, some big changes to the lineup for 2023. Some great contributors and hosts of radio shows. So be sure to listen to America Out Loud. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review or a thumbs up, or you can go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something, fall for nothing.